Hello and welcome back to the Style and Success podcast for a brand new series with me, Janine, from Own Your Style. Each episode, I'm going to bring you lots of advice and lots of chat and lots of laughter from the guests that I bring to you, as well as those solo podcasts that you've grown to know and love from me as well. I'll be talking all about how you can become that best version of yourself, how you can elevate your visibility, how you can be seen, heard and remembered as the ambitious women or businesswoman that you want to be. So welcome and enjoy each episode. Hello and welcome back to a brand new episode. I am joined today by Sally from Ivy the Brand and we are talking all about Sally's journey into her own business as she is a female entrepreneur just like me and so many of you out there but we're also talking about her amazing ethically sourced, beautifully cut and everyday t-shirts that are all organic cotton and I absolutely love this brand and I recommend it to my clients because they are such classic pieces, they are so well made that you will wear them year after year and let's be honest ladies, we are always searching for that perfect white t-shirt and I think we found it in this brand. So listen and enjoy. So I am joined today here by Sally from Ivy the Brand. And rather than me, I was going to do like an introduction. But if I do an introduction, then then Sally, I'll probably talk for five minutes. And then I'll say to you, and tell me all about yourself. So rather than do that, I think what I will say is Sally and I connected um, because uh, Sally contacted me before, I think it was before Christmas at some point, wasn't it? it? Yeah, And introduced me to her wonderful brand, her wonderful line of t-shirts. And let's be honest, ladies, if any of you have had this, let us know. Um, We've all struggled with finding the perfect t-shirt, especially, although there are many more we're going to talk about, especially the perfect white t-shirt. The white t-shirt that washes and comes out the same size from the washing machine, when you iron it, it still irons up like it's kind of new after you know, many different wares and one that maybe you can pull out the year after as well and still wear without having to worry about the, let's just be honest, the deodorant marks and things like that, <laughs> that we tend to tend to get on these. So um, Sally sent me some of her t-shirts to try for my clients so that I can be, I'll be able to talk to my own audience and my clients about them. And I absolutely adore them. Absolutely adore them. Mm-hmm. Um, so I said, Sally, how about we do a podcast together because, um, As you all know, I am super um, passionate about helping other women in business. I am super passionate about helping women be seen, heard and remembered. But we all have our own journey, journey, I love that word. Um, And we've all got our own story to tell. And I know from the little bit that I've talked to Sally and know about her that she definitely has her own story to share Mm -hmm. with us. So if any of you are looking to venture into business as we both have, um, today we're also going to touch on the highs and we're going to be touch on some of those honest lows that come with it too. Um, but both of us, I know, will say we have no regrets in it, but it's going to be an honest conversation um, about how we feel, women in business feel about working in our own businesses as well and talking about Sally's brand. So there we go. There's a bit of an intro. So welcome, welcome. Um, first of all, tell everybody about 
your brand, your mm -hmm. business and how it came about because I love the story behind this. Thank you. Yeah. So I um, launched Ivy uh, four years ago, just uh, December, just gone. So I had a career as a clothing buyer. Mm -hmm. absolute dream dream job uh, I studied fashion at uni so I would always had a very clear uh, yeah. plan about what I wanted to do I was quite lucky that I just knew that that was what I was wanted to get into very lucky I managed to get a job in buying as soon as I graduated so yeah I got my dream job I uh, had a career over uh, 12 years uh, worked my way up sort of through the ranks um, got to travel the world you know like I say dream job especially in your 20s and early oh yeah with no responsibilities yeah. it was great um, I worked for a wide variety of brands from Bowdoin F&F at Tesco Sweaty Vetti so a real kind of broad oh, wow. mix of um, brands and products mm -hmm. uh, but I, I always knew obviously I wanted a family and the buying kind of role back then I'm not sure how it is now um it was very much all or nothing you know there wasn't really such a thing as flexi time and and I just kind of knew that once the time came for me to have a family that wasn't kind of for me I wanted to very much be you know a mum 100% mum um hands-on um yeah and I didn't really want to kind of have a job that I went to and just didn't see the children so I kind of always wanted my own brand and I wanted to be able to yeah, juggle both, I suppose, um, still have something that was very much, you know, in me and my passion, following my dream, but then also, yeah. like I say, be the kind of mother that I wanted to be. So it was when I was on maternity leave with my daughter that um, the idea came to me. It was kind of like a light bulb moment, really. I'd always wondered, well, what will my brand be? You know, clothing, it's such a hugely competitive industry. What will it be? It has to be something that obviously you feel passionate about and you're that certain about and I was a new mum your life my lifestyle changed overnight my body had changed drastically um I didn't have any time to think about what I was wearing but I still wanted to look and feel nice ultimately um and I was living in jeans and t-shirts or leggings and t-shirts and you know that kind of classic mum -hmm. uniform and I found that I had about 50 t-shirts in my drawer at the time and none of them were working for me anymore they were too mm. tight too clingy they'd shrunk after a couple of washes and they'd just been shoved to the back of the drawer you know money had been wasted on something I loved at the time wore once and it just hadn't lasted for me um yeah, and, and like I say, it was just, this is such a basic product and I couldn't understand why I had a wide range, you know, from low end of the high street to top end of the high street. So a real wide range of, of brands, t-shirts from different brands. And I just found that none of them made me feel great. So I thought, yeah. that's it. It's a simple product. I'm going to draw my experience and develop a brand and arrange myself. So wow. while struggling being a new mum, I set about working with suppliers I'd used before, you know, throughout my career. And yeah, I launched my first range of six t-shirts um, when my I was a month away from having my second child. So that whole kind of uh, was just spent juggling, developing a business and a brand uh, at the same time as being yeah mum yeah. and finding my feet as mum. And yeah, I mean, obviously not look back. It's been a very, very crazy few years um like I say it was just four years just um in December so yeah that's and what was, what was important to you you know when you started the research you started out and what was really important to you that you got absolutely right first and foremost the fit and the washability but then I also wanted to make sure that they were they were sourced ethically and uh yeah sustainably because I think like I said 
over the years, all the t-shirts that I'd bought and accumulated, I'd, like I say, I'd spent money on them, loved them at the time, and then they hadn't lasted. So then I'd spend more money. And I kind of, you get in that cycle of kind of, of buying something and then it's not lasting so actually it's kind of like I don't want to and basics especially I don't want to have to replace them no. every season because they're just wardrobe staples and you need to mm. kind of be able to rely on them and go mm. to them to then kind of as the foundation for your outfit and then build your kind of style and your outfit on top of mm. that so it was mm. so, like I say so for me it was definitely the longevity they needed to last they needed to wash well um yeah the fit as well like I mentioned it was you know, I, I didn't want a t-shirt that was clingy and tight and showing all the lumps and bumps that, you know, I perhaps didn't have before becoming a mum. And, you know, We've all got them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, the length in the body, the length in the sleeves, you know, not forever kind of having to pull it down and just not worrying about it riding up if you're lifting the kids or the shopping or the, yeah. whatever you're doing just having confidence in what you're wearing so did you have lots of prototypes is that the right way to put it yes really? yes you literally... i worked on that for a while um lots yeah. of backwards and forwards with samples oh, to the factory yeah. just to kind of yeah get them get them exactly how i thought they should yeah. be basically yeah because i have to be honest you know obviously when i received mine I know I've, I'm the same. I've tried loads of different T-shirts, but you are absolutely right. I've, I've actually like road tested them to the point I've worn one and then I've worn it again the next day. Now, I don't normally, you know, we all should wear our clothes a little bit more often. They don't need yeah. to be washed like some people yeah. do a couple of hours and they're in the washing basket. <laughs> I've like worn it over and over again and it's kept its shape. You know, it's not creased up to, you know, where mm -hmm. you can't even wear it again. It just feels really lovely. The material hangs really well. So I'm really, yeah. really, yeah, I'm super pleased with them. Um, and anybody who knows me also knows that I will only ever like kind of endorse or talk about a brand if I, and recommend it to my clients if I firmly believe in it. And I just think that's really important as well. That's kind of like my own values there that come through. Yeah. Um, so they are everyday t-shirts. And I think they're also a t-shirt that you can, I, they use this term so much, dress up or down. Yeah. You know, and as you've said, they're a wardrobe basic. They're a staple. There's something like today. I've got I've just I've, which ones? What's this one? I don't know the names. I'm not the that Mabel. Good. The, the Mabel. Shorts, the Mabel. The shorts. Yeah. Just, the sort. You know, your what I call your ultimate classic white tee. And it I look with black jeans and a blazer. And you know, I think people can sometimes think, oh no, a t-shirt's not right. It can't look smart, but it so can look smart. Mm -hmm. And obviously you've got your Bretons as well, haven't you? Yeah. Um, yeah. Which are exactly. really, really popular. And did you say to me, was it, is it the mate, is it May Audrey, isn't it? Which the is Audrey, the most... yeah, has been our bestseller, which is the style I'm wearing. It's got a rib neck and yes. a rib um, cuff. Oh, I love the colours in that. And it was just, so this, yeah, this is new. I'm launching this in a week or two. So, um... oh, is it, is it ready for pre-order? It, uh, it will be by the end of the week, yeah. And my stock's arriving today, hopefully. So oh, good. I'm going to be yeah. ordering one of those because that is such my brand colours. I need that. <laughs> well. yeah, the classic navy and white has always been the bestseller mm. for us. And then I did a, a red and white, which again has been great. So I'm just trying yeah. to introduce a little bit more colour. So I've got, got the pink and red this time. And, yeah. and a lovely pale pink and white as well. That's and then lovely. a cornflower blue. I don't know if it comes up yeah. in the video, but yeah, just a, yeah. a paler cornflower blue as well. So, so yes, yeah. Yeah. Lovely. Uh, it's really, really great. And the thing is as well, is most of us women, we kind of, our fallback is always at jeans, isn't it? Jeans and are like a nice blouse or a t-shirt or something. So I think when you're going to wear something like that, buy something quality, buy something that's going to last and you're going to wear it over and over again and exactly. you're going to feel good in it. 
Yeah, um, you don't want so, to, have to be, like I say, you don't want to have to be replacing those basics no. every season. No, you know, and as I said, I'm very much a sustainable brand, so I don't expect yeah. people to be, you know, buying, you know, constantly replacing them. I want my t-shirts to be in your wardrobe that you can go to you know, for a long period of time, and then you can kind of build your outfits in your own individual style around yeah. those having great foundation pieces that, that you feel comfortable in and confident in. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and they're lovely and it's soft. Such, it's such a good model. And I know, and I am looking at something here, if anybody who's watching, obviously you're not on a podcast, you're listening to us, but I love the fact that you say you aim to help women feel confident, um, uh, in their body and their lifestyle, in the clothes and the, for the body and their lifestyle, exactly, and yeah. that is so in like unison with kind of really what I what do in my business mm -hmm. as well. So I think that was something else that really really resonated with me too. Um, so let's talk about your business now mm -hmm. and when you started out because actually, you know, you obviously everything you did. I talked to a lot of women about transferable skills, and what's really interesting is you talked about how the skills obviously you had till you launched your business. It wasn't like you thought I'm going to launch a business, and you didn't use any of the skills that you'd ever used in yeah. the past at yeah. all again. I'm not, yeah. you know, you had that background, didn't you? You had those transferable skills that allowed mm -hmm. you to have the confidence to develop what you wanted to do. Um, so when you launched it, were you like, really excited? Were you like, oh my God, this is like my life's mission. I really want to do this. I don't want to work for somebody else anymore. I really want to have the freedom to work for myself. What was your kind of, your reason behind that? I mean, yeah, 100%, you know, at the time of launch, I mean, obviously it, it's so personal when you launch your own business. You're putting your heart and soul into something and you're putting mm. it out there to, for people to kind of, yeah, and you just don't know what's going to happen. And obviously no. doing what I've done, it's I had to invest a lot of my own money in my first lot of stock. So there's all those sorts of risks. So it's not just a risk yeah. of, you know, not having an income for a while. It's a risk of putting money into it. It's a risk of what's the impact on your family. You know, all of that. I was very fortunate. I have a very supportive husband. Obviously, he kind of has backed me the whole way. Mm -hmm. But yeah, so very excited at the time of launching. Um and you just, yeah, you, but you kind of expect the sales to just come in. You expect obviously <sighs> people to know about you because you're like, well, I'm out there now. Like what, you know, and, and it, anyway, it was, it was great at the start. I had obviously lots of friends and family buying. And then it's just been a very kind of gradual uh, word of mouth and a very, yeah, I mean, it was, and it was a slow burn in those first couple of years because like I, know, I said, I was juggling motherhood. I wasn't, it, no. and it was very much, you know, nap time. Great. I'm going to do a couple of hours of, I don't know, planning some social media or planning my next uh, colorways or, and, yeah. and it's obviously been a, a prioritizing this whole time. It's like, right, I've got this time. What's the priority now for me to kind of move this forward? So that's yeah, so sensible because yeah. when you start off, I do think there's a little bit of naivety. And I think anybody who looks back, who started their own business probably would, you know, put their hands up to this yeah. because you start off thinking, wow, this is going to be great. I'm going to have like much more time myself yeah. and I'm going to launch this. And, and then I hear a lot of women say as well that they'll think, um, but I've got my website. The, the whole focus can be on website. Now I know yeah, obviously the completely. difference between you and, and I, you know, I'm service and your product, but at the mm -hmm. end of the day, it's still, you know, it's still solving somebody's problem of what they yeah. need in their life. But actually having a website and putting a website up doesn't, doesn't bring the business in no like you think well it's out there now it's so, out there know, now 
job done yeah. kind of thing but no yeah, yeah. so it's a huge it's, learning curve it's a huge and, learning curve yeah. you've got to be the you are the face even still you have a product but you're still the the base and the brand of your business and if you mm. didn't go out there and talk to people about what it is and what you do and how great it is then how do people find out about it exactly, and yeah. I think it's it's a big hurdle that a lot of people have to kind of overcome because you know you have to feel confident don't you in in getting behind what you believe in and telling people about it because yeah. if you just put a website up and expect people to come not unless you get some massive great big you know um like something on the television or some big celebrity kind of I mentions know, you yeah. immediately and you go boom then it but, really is a slog and you have to just chip yeah. away at it and you, yeah and like you say get it out there yourself and just yeah word of yeah. mouth is, was obviously huge but along the way you know i have had some key influencers who've played a big part as well in the growth of the brand yes i've seen so. that i've seen that and that you can't underestimate that can you in getting no. people involved and yeah. behind what you do as well but all of this but all of that was completely new to me as well you know yes. just even just learning like when the power of an influencer and instagram everything's yeah. just been yeah learning because obviously like I say I came from a product background so when it comes to the product you know I'm I'm confident and you know I'll go to that every time and I'll always put the other things that I'm perhaps yeah. not confident on to the bottom of the to-do list but ultimately like we were talking about uh before you know yeah you're responsible for every aspect of your business so that's yeah that's the kind of the pressure we're accounts aren't we we're marketing uh -huh. <laughs> yeah buyers, everything and when you're working on your own because ultimately all of us would love to have a wouldn't it be amazing if you had all the those team of people around you and yeah. we all know you've got to invest in yourself and invest in your business to grow but yes. generally when most of us start out we starting out on our own with the support of our family yeah. and we're working long hours and i'm not saying this to put anybody off because I know that Sally agrees with me here. None, neither of us would change what we do for the world. Absolutely not. But, you know, we both put long hours in. Um, but then you have to know, don't you, Sally, as well, when to put the boundaries in place and go, all right, I've done enough. I've done all that I can do. Exactly. So you can and carry also, on working, 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 because yeah. it's your passion. You could just yeah, work totally. seven days a week, but actually, you know, that's not good for your body or your mind or your no. family life yeah, completely that's it and you don't want to sort of sacrifice sort of too much yeah exactly yeah you've just got like i say you've got to prioritize and you, you would just burn out i think if you push yourself too much but yeah ultimately it's um yeah just doing the best you can and, but there's like it's yeah. so there's obviously so much you know you could do but you, you it, again it's just you know it's just me and i actually last september I, I relocated and i took on uh, my first employee who's uh, a school mum you know i met her when i first well, first moved and my daughter started school and I, it's been a complete like game changer for the business because uh, she's now managing um all of the sending out all of the orders which is just mm. you know life-saving because before that i was sending out orders and i was doing everything including sending out the orders so as the business has grown that's just, that just wasn't kind of uh, yeah sustainable anymore because i was literally you know up until about 10 o'clock 11 o'clock at night so doing a day job getting the kids that in between bit and then going back out to send and pack up orders so yeah it's yeah. been um, fundamental really having yeah. her board so that's great and how important do you think it is because I know it is for me in setting your day up the right way. And I know you've got young children, much younger than mine. But what I've found is like, um, and I'm not talking like spending hours and hours and 
of me time every morning because I don't have that but I have to get my mindset in the right place and I know I feel so much better if I do get my bum up and get to the gym or go and do a run or something like that I feel so much better in myself how do you feel about all of that I definitely feel it's something that it's kind of the bottom of my list of of Mm. priorities, unfortunately. And I know it's something I should invest more time in. Yeah. More time for myself. That's not, you know, working and it's not the children and it's not Mm. planning the meals or, you know, all of those things. Um, I do yoga once a week. I go out, you know, to a class, which is great. Just getting away from the house. And, you know, Mm. it means that I, yeah, I don't have to do bedtime one night a week. So that's um but yeah i've just like we've moved up to the Cotswolds, so just making the most of where we're living now and I'll oh amazing as often as i can but like i say it's it's very much often and i need to be kinder to myself and actually allow myself to do that more but i kind of like oh no i can't i haven't got time i've got to get this done yeah, so yeah it's, that, that's it is a challenge definitely i so. think it is and i think it's something we get to a point you go you know what i have to because some because mm. if we don't it's very easy as as entrepreneurs to end up you know just overworking and being overtired and also then not being as productive as we want to yeah, be exactly. and so, then you're not doing the best the best not, job either for yeah. your business or, you or know, your, your family, family. <laughs> yeah or yourself <laughs> exactly or yourself, or yourself. Mm. so what would you say has been your biggest challenge in being in business because i can tell you what mine's been <laughs> you tell me yours first or I'll uh, tell you well first. i i the, just the juggle I think you know the I mean like I say the first couple of years was a slow burn there was obviously um growth each year in terms of sales and then obviously we got into lockdown so, so I felt like I was just getting that kind of momentum with the business um and then suddenly I had uh, a three and a, a three and a half and a two-year-old at home and yeah, yeah. it was just that massive change for everybody and it was adjusting and um yeah life just turned into one big tag team with my husband and you know I still had to kind of uh focus on the business and kind of the the growth of that but yeah obviously also make sure that the kids were okay and that we're all staying uh, safe and yeah so I'd say the juggle in general but then obviously the the kind of the the change when uh yeah when covid hit and then um but actually i think that has had a positive impact on my business so i was just gonna say that i would have thought it it probably would have done i know it has for a lot of online businesses hasn't it i think think people yeah i think so i think people were wanting to support small businesses Mm. wanting people wanting to be comfortable working from home so obviously my clothing is sort of ticks all those boxes so yeah i think I think it did have a positive impact in the end. That's really, really good. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree with you. I think mine is, is been my, probably my naivety and how much I would have to juggle myself, um, yeah. literally. And the pressure you put on yourself because you have so many ideas and different things that you want I to know. do. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's only yourself to do it. And not physically being able to do them. Yeah. And it is quite frustrating. You know, it's frustrating. And yeah. But yeah. Yeah. You just got but to there do are so many ways through it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There are, really are so many wins with it, aren't there, though? You know, as in you do have the freedom 
even though you're working for yourself and you're busy, but you have the, you have more freedom. And the thought of working, going back working full time for somebody else to be now is something that I, I just, that just feels like a whole different world to me. I absolutely, I absolutely do. could not do that. No. Yeah. And, and like, yeah, I, I absolutely wouldn't change it. You've got that sort of flexibility. I mean, you've obviously also got that risk because it is like yeah, on yeah, you yeah. to make this a success, especially yeah. given the investment that you've made and your money and your time and your, yeah, yeah everything. Yeah. But yeah, no, hundred percent wouldn't, wouldn't change it change it for the world no. so what what do you want to achieve next what's um and i and another question i've got for you before you ask that one because i wanted to ask this one at the beginning so obviously you're called sully you're, i know yeah. your children aren't called ivy so no. why ivy it was my my daughter's middle name right, she's okay. maggie ivy maggie. yeah right. and all of my t-shirts are named after my uh friend's uh children they all started, we all started having children at the back, you know, the same time, and they all started having daughters. So it was kind of like everyone was having girls. So I was like, this is, yeah, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to use their, their daughter's names. So they're all very, very special little people. Um, oh, so, yeah. that is so lovely. That's so lovely. And mm -hmm. you've also got some T-shirts, am I right, that support the charity as well? So that's something that I, I launched during lockdown, actually, yeah. um, for a charity called Little Village. Mm -hmm. um who are a london-based charity basically supporting um families and children under five so they donate toys and clothes and all these and nappies and all these sorts of things that you need for you know uh, babies and young children yeah so i launched a t-shirt an embroidered t-shirt um a what it just says one day at a time because obviously we're right. in lockdown nobody knew what what was going on and we just that's all we could do take it one day at a time so I launched that and I and I donate 15% of the sales from those t-shirts to Little Village so I just felt like I wanted to do something to help because you just we just you know obviously yeah stay safe do follow the rules was obviously one thing but also just feeling completely helpless in other respects yeah. and yeah, yeah, yeah so just wanting to give a little bit back to to people who were suffering a lot more than than we were so right oh it's lovely lovely and yeah. what so okay what is your next thing what would you like to achieve next in your um, business so like i said i've got some new i've got i'm launching spring summer so i've got new yes. bretons we're coming we're very well known for our for our bretons so yeah excited to be launching some new colors um i'm also working with a lot more uh, brands and boutiques so the wholesale side of the business is um increasing so that's something mm -hmm. that i'm excited about um and uh i um, even talks with quite a large um department store so <gasps> yeah so just you know just Amazing. like you're saying just working away at, at, at what i can really to kind of get yeah. the brand out there to more people and um yeah. yeah help more women feel feel confident in what they're wearing so so if you were talking to somebody who was thinking of starting out in business doing what you do because mm. like you say I mean, that it, it's a bold move, isn't it? Because there are so many people, not so many retailers, but so many people who sell clothes. So to then, you know, stand in your sort of ground as such and go, right, I'm going to launch my own, you know, brand of T-shirts, my own brand of Bretons, which are a mm. classic that some people could get imposter syndrome immediately going, why when so many other people would do that? Yeah. What would be your yeah. advice to people? Because I could say the same thing in, in what I do as well. You know, there are so many amazing other stylists and yeah. people who look after people's brand images out there. But what would be your advice to somebody who's thinking of starting out? I mean, obviously you have to be, 
you have to be completely confident in what you're launching or starting. So obviously for me, it was very much a, I need, I need this product. Mm. So therefore there will be other women in my, you know, in my shoes who surely will feel the same way. Um, so yeah, you, you just got to have that confidence. And I think without that, it's too big a thing and too big a risk to kind of take without having that. As we touched on before, I think you also need to make sure that your family are on board because that is, it's going to affect them as well. You've got to kind of, you know, talk, talk through your ideas with them, make sure they kind of understand it and get it and kind of believe in it as much as you do. Um, so yeah, yeah, I'd say having that, that confidence in your product and, you know. Yeah, I think it's having that real passion and belief because if you don't believe in it, then you're not going to make anybody else believe in what you do, really, are you? No, exactly. You know, um, and you can't, you can't hide behind it either, can you? You know, no, like exactly. I think I was kind of touched on earlier. I think some people can think, well, if, if I have a, a product that um, I can just put a website up and that will sell, but actually yeah. there's just so many other things that you need to do Completely. too. And along the way, yeah. you do you do come across other people or oh, they're doing this and they're doing this mm. and all, you know, it's, they're kind of direct competitive, but then you actually think, no, I'm doing they're this. Not. These are my reasons. And they're never exactly the same. No. As those other friends. So you've got to keep fo your focus the whole time in everything that, that I'm oh. doing. So, you know, You're one so thing right. I've not mentioned about the t-shirts mm. is the fact that I keep them completely simple. Like, I think coming from a buying background, obviously um, the product and detail is kind of key in what I was doing, but little things like a t-shirt, I don't want to have a, a short sleeve t-shirt with a tacked sleeve, you know, rolled yeah. up and then tacked into place because I want, if I want to roll it, I want to be able to roll it myself. I don't want it mm -hmm. permanently tacked. I don't like raw, raw hems or detail for the sake of detail. I just wanted them to be completely simple t-shirts that fit amazingly, wash well, and make you feel great so like I say it's kind of just keeping the focus on on the things that you're trying to achieve and like I say they'll never be exactly the same as what the other brand is doing on Instagram at the same time or no I, and I don't but it is hard not to get kind of worried oh they're doing this I'm they're doing that you know should I be doing that and you just got to stay in your lane and stay focused so exactly I my post this morning was exactly about that you know because I think it's very easy to start even in life even if you're not in business it's very easy to look around you and compare your life to other people yeah. on social media and when you're in business life, yeah. you heighten that 10 times more because mm -hmm. you start looking around you and you start get what I call shiny syndrome thinking that other people should I be doing that and should I be doing that and I think the longer in business you go the more you learn actually just to stay in as i call it stay in your own lane swim your own lane put your blinkers on Definitely. of course you've got those times you've got to look at things that are going on around you but not constantly because if you're doing that constantly you're not focusing on your own business and you're just comparing and yeah you're just comparing yeah. and it's no good for anybody yeah. so so my final question is <laughs> if you were going back like 20 years then what advice would you give your younger self now oh my goodness just have have the confidence and back yourself and don't yeah don't kind of waver if you believe in something just go for it but yeah that would probably be yeah. probably it because yeah along the way you do have wobbles and lose confidence at certain times and but there yeah, so I would just tell myself just do follow your heart do what you believe and yeah back yourself yeah. <laughs> 
because isn't that a big part of it too i think that people think you've got, got to have a backbone of steel and i haven't got a backbone of steel i think you get it more as you go the longer you're in business you learn yeah. to toughen up more mm -hmm. but you have to take the knocks along the way but i think what the biggest one of the biggest secrets is is when they have those knocks you've got to get back up and okay, carry please. on yeah and, and, and if you if you think you're not going to have knocks then well lucky you if you haven't but i and, don't know and, anybody and who hasn't when something does happen you know it is literally like the world is imploding and, and i think it's the worst thing in the world but it's actually kind of using those those obstacles or those knocks as you say and then trying to turn those into positives and you know i, I couldn't have done any of this if i hadn't kind of had that journey beforehand yeah. you know working for small brands huge brands you know i was made redundant at one point so obviously all yeah. those things have kind of like I say, mm. at the time, it, you think that it, the world's ended, but actually you've just got to kind of, like you say, try and bounce back in the best possible there's a, way. There's a lesson that. in everything, isn't there, as they say? Yeah, there's exactly. a lesson in everything. I know like you, and I've had many a time where I've cried or I've just been frustrated that something maybe hasn't worked out as well as I expected. Mm -hmm. And it would be easy. Wouldn't it be just so easy to just give up? You can see why people do go, totally. oh, it's too much. Yeah. But I think the resilience comes in. And if anybody can take anything away from this, just have the resilience to know that you will have those down times. But my God, the highs then make up for it. Yeah, and it totally. is just, I just remember it's just a moment in time. Yeah, yeah, it's just a moment in time, and just keep on believing yeah. and be passionate about what you're doing. And like yeah. you've said, and what I do, keep it authentic and real to you. Yeah, you know, let let other people do what they're doing. Just as long as you're being true to yourself, then you can't That's really it. go far wrong. Yeah. yeah. And that's the thing with, with sort of my brand is that obviously it's my, it's kind of my story. And I think that yeah, along the way, I've been a bit like, well, you know, is, is that, is it good to put the personal spin on it sort of too totally. much? Actually, like, I think that people appreciate that and the, and the journey and the kind of reason behind it and they resonate with that. So yeah, it's kind of like you say, it's keeping that in, in mind and yeah. yeah. There's a balance, I get it, with, with, with a product, because um, yeah. people are buying a product. But yeah, they exactly. want to see the face behind the brand and feel it. And mm. you do with your brand. It's amazing. That's so. it. If you're buying from a small brand, yeah, that's why I suppose people buy from a small brand. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They build the connection and get to know. Sally, yeah. thank you so much for your time this morning. My pleasure. Thank I love you. talking. It's been really, really great. I cannot watch to wait. Watch. I can't wait to watch and watch to wait. Um, to see where you pop up next and uh, where you get stocked. I'm going to be following you really closely. As you know, I'll be recommending you and I do to my clients um, and we will stay in touch. And, um, oh, look, people saying, well done, Sally. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Thanks, Betty. So um, thank you, everybody, for watching. Thank you for listening on the podcast. We'll be back with a new episode soon. Thank you again, Sally. And thanks, Jenny. Thanks, everybody, for joining. Take care. Thank you. Bye. 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 Bye.